Chapter 27 of P.B. Harris, F.O.B. Bridgeboro. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. P.B. Harris, F.O.B. Bridgeboro by Percy Keith Fitzhugh. Townsend and his Fliver. I think Boy Scouts are wonderful, said a lady boarder. Sure they are, Pee-wee agreed. They can't take anything for a service. They can't take any money unless they earn it. They're supposed to almost starve and then think up a way not to, kind of. See? He sat on the edge of the porch waiting for Townsend to transform the grindstone back into a wheel. They have to depend on themselves, he added. You can't starve them because they can eat roots. Of course that isn't saying they won't eat pie. I understand, said a man. They eat most everything, Pee-wee said. Oh, how terrible, said a girl. You don't call that terrible, do you, said Pee-wee. They could imitate any kind of an animal. Can they imitate a calliope? the girl asked. Is it an animal? demanded Pee-wee. No, it's a thing that makes noise by steam. It's about fifty noises at once. If I heard it, I could imitate it, Pee-wee said. I think you do imitate one very well, laughed the girl. Pee-wee took this as a compliment. How many different noises can you make? he asked. I can only make one noise when you're around, said the girl, and that is to laugh. That means you can imitate a hyena said Peavy, because they laugh. Girls and hyenas are all the time laughing. They laugh for not any reason. Oh, thank you, said the girl. Jackasses, too, said Peavy. Oh, thank you so much. Well, said a lonely-looking man whose penknife had undergone treatment, I wish you fellows were going to stay here. But if you have to go, why, my car is in the barn, and I can drain a little gas out of it to accommodate you. You could, you could buy it, you know, he added. He evidently had a pretty correct estimate of scout principles, but on learning that there was a supply station only a few yards north of the Brookside Villa grounds, our heroes decided to escort the car that far by hand. Their departure was therefore even more impressive than their arrival. Townsend pushing the car while Pee-wee steered it along the private way and out into the high road. With their tank replenished by a five-gallon supply, they were ready for the last stage of their momentous journey. We ought to make Kingston in an hour, said Townsend. What do you say, Liz? We ought to hit Saugerties about noontime. You should never hit anybody under your size, said Pee-wee. Saugerties is a small place. Then you can hit it, said Townsend. Then Kingston, then Catskill, and we ought to be at camp by about two. That's allowing for two blowouts, three short circuits, a puncture, and fourteen hold-ups by the upstate cops. I'll throw in a leaky radiator just to be on the safe side. Of course, if we should have any unexpected troubles, it will take us longer. I'm just figuring on the regular everyday program. Then, as they rattled along, he sang one verse of a song which had nine million verses, all of which he knew. He had a way of making the fliver accompany him with certain noises and tooting the horn twice as a sort of orchestral finale. When the rear end starts a-bumping and the engine starts a-thumping and the top falls down and hits you in the neck, when the water starts a-hissing and three cylinders are missing, will you love me when my fliver is a wreck? Gee whiz, I don't see how the top can fall down and hit me, said Pee-wee. Do you call that logic? Once it had a fine top, kid, said Townsend. A top that could fall down, easily, every ten minutes. A real top. It can't fall down any more, kid, he added sadly. It would if it could. You shouldn't make fun of it. How can I make fun of it when it isn't there? Pee-wee shouted. That's just it, said Townsend. You talk behind its back when it isn't here to fall down on you. Do you call that chivalrous? You're crazy, said Pee-wee. Townsend, sitting up straight in his funny, complacent way, as if he were driving a golden chariot, sang. 
when the front wheels are a-wriggling and the busted hood is jiggling and the rusty springs they jounce you all about when the squeaking never ceases and the windshield is in pieces will you love me when my lizzie's down and out you bet your life i will said Wee. gee whiz after this whenever i think of you i'll think of this ford you're kind of like partners in adversity said townsend and won't you be ashamed of us when we get to temple camp i wonder what they'll think of us there i'm kind of anxious to see the place i've heard so much of it from you gee whiz i'll always stick up for you and your fliver said Wee. townsend stuck his feet up where the lower pane of the windshield had once been and hummed as he caressed the steering wheel fondly when both the brakes are breaking and the rattling doors are shaking and you sit upon the bear springs in the seat will you love me like you used to when she's crowing like a rooster and the oilcloth cushions look like shredded wheat End of chapter twenty seven